Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Your book's journey isn't over after it's been launched. Nope, it's got a whole lifetime ahead of itself. And so while I'm leading you through writing and launching a best-selling book, I'm also showing you how to make that book work for you for the rest of your career and your life. Welcome to Launch Your Book with Anna David. Heather, you're listening to Launch Your Book with Anna David. I'm your host, Anna David. Every week, I answer questions, your questions. I also interview entrepreneurs and best-selling authors, and all we talk about are launching books. All we talk about is launching books. See, that's why we all need an editor, because we all make mistakes no matter how long we're working with words. Um, Today, I'm answering a question that is highly relevant for my life right now because it is how do you relaunch a book, and that is something I am doing. By the way, if you'd like me to answer your question on this show, all you got to do is DM me on the Instagram at Anna B. David, and if you want the show notes for this episode, go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash relaunch, no dash in that word relaunch. Now, the reason this is so relevant is, as you shall soon find out, I am relaunching my very first book, Party Girl, a book that HarperCollins acquired in 2005, published in 2007, the hardcover, published the paperback in 2008. I published the audiobook in, I don't know, three years ago, four years ago, something like that. And now I have gotten the rights back and I am republishing it under the Launchpad imprint. Now, first, you may say, why on earth would someone want to do that? Well, I will tell you, um, I I was not happy with how the release went. A number of things went horribly awry, which is to say, number one being my publisher was fired and the imprint was dissolved. And so there was nobody to support the book or sell it to bookstores or do anything. I also hated the cover. I didn't know anything then, so I didn't really know that I hated it. I knew I didn't like the cover, but I didn't know I hated it because I didn't really know what was possible. I hated the way it was organized, which was to say it wasn't. So I got a lot of press for the book, but the Harper sent out one book cover to some media, and then we revised the cover, and then they sent it to other media. So so the point is, you know, Cosmo did a story on Party Girl, but it had the wrong cover. Um, so there were all sorts of things that I couldn't control. I didn't know about the Amazon backend. The Amazon backend was not what it is today. So it wasn't keyword optimized. Um, y- y- you know, nothing, nothing was really done for it that I would have done. Over the years, as sales have dwindled and dwindled and dwindled, it's really even hard to find it on Amazon now. And, uh, you know, my final decision came one day when somebody wanted the book. I didn't have copies, so I said, oh, I'll just order you one from Amazon. And I go into Amazon, and it said something like, 
it would take weeks to come. And I'm like, what am I doing? Let me get these damn rights back. And so thinking this won't be that hard, I reached out to my attorney and um, he said, of course, let's look at your contract. I actually had the contract. It's, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who loses things like contracts. Anyway, I had it. I certainly didn't know how to read through that legally. So he read through it and he said, look, we're in good shape because uh, the rights revert back to you. And all we need is one letter from HarperCollins establishing that, admitting that, saying that. I'll send that letter. He sends that letter. Months and months pass. Now this is complicated because as I said, the division is gone. So who knows who got this letter? Anyway, nothing happened. We never heard. And he followed up by email, got no response. So then I reached out to my extremely patient agent and I said, hey, Alexis, can you help with this? So she then reached out to the contracts department. This was back in April of 2021 and said, you know, my client, Anna David, had her lawyer send this request for revisions back in August of 2020. There's been no response. Can I assume we can consider rights officially reverted? And then just a whole bunch of BS and nonsense emails from um, this person um, who basically wrote this bizarrely defensive email saying, I have no record of this letter. I have not, but I'm reading from it, nor have I ever been part of the HarperCollins legal department. Uh, this was sent to the wrong address. Uh, I will process this at our April reversion meeting. Um, and then more time passed. I sent that to my lawyer. He's like, that's BS. We've got a registered receipt. And there's no requirement in the contract that it be directed at this person. It was only at the old address because that was the one in the contract. And he said their internal failure to forward materials isn't relevant to the receipt of their four-month deadline. Um, he goes, it's just a question of if you want to make it a fight, your agent probably has a better sense of whether it's worth it. Then I had this epiphany, they're not even going to notice. Now, I will point out that the reason this was such an ordeal was not that they cared so much about holding on to the rights, but that they didn't care so much. They literally could not be bothered to deal with it. So at a certain point, I just said, you know what? I want to release it for recovery month in 20, September 2021. I'm just going to do that and whatever. And then... As it's happened, suddenly a letter appeared in the mail saying, congratulations, you have your rights back. So that's my long story about how that can happen. My point is, I, you know, I read up on it and, and it's complicated for everybody. Nobody immediately gets a response that's like, yeah, hey, go, go republish. Anyway, here is what I'm doing. So I wanted to do a new cover. As I said, I didn't like the cover. I really, obviously I have a publishing company, so I have a lot of intel about covers and I think about book covers a lot and I, I even paint book covers. It's like a weird pandemic hobby I started. And I, you know, I noticed that book covers today are very, I guess you could call it Instagram friendly. They are very bright. The letters are huge. They're gorgeous. And I decided that's what I wanted. I have a cover designer who works for me at Launchpad, he's the best. And so I told him that, I gave him sample covers and he, you know, he's somebody who produces 60 versions of, of potentials. And I will say, I did what I always tell people not to do, which is go to social media and ask people's opinions, but I couldn't resist. And the reason that it was different for me is do as I say, not as I do, that 
I have this membership group, The Inner Circle, and I felt like these people know me, they know the book, I'm not just asking random people. The reason that I tell people not to do that on social media is that you tend not to get accurate answers. You know, Studies show that what people say they like is not what they buy, and that if you really wanna do good A-B testing um, on social media, run ads to the different covers to see what people click on. I didn't do that overwhelmingly, I, there were two out of the covers that Honor did that I liked and overwhelmingly everybody loved my second choice actually. And so I just figured everybody loves this one. That's the one I'm going to do. Um, what is wonderful is that if you're re-releasing a book, you can put blurbs, uh, reviews from your first version of the book. So we slapped on the front cover a review from New York Post. And um, of course, keywords. I, I don't know what traditional publishers know about keywords. I didn't know anything until I was a publisher. So my team is, of course, researching the latest keywords using the ever-reliable publisher's rocket, which is $97 and you should absolutely have. And there's a link to it in the show notes. Affiliate link, by the way. That's what a believer I am. So if you're going to re-release a book, have a new angle. My new angle is back in 2007, there, there, there wasn't Quitlet, wasn't a thing. There weren't sober bloggers, there weren't sober influencers, all these things. Now there are. So here's um, here was one of the first books. Um, use the latest things. There's this brand new thing that's available as of this recording called A+. Uh, content and it allows independent publishers to go in and do such cool things to their book pages. Previously, this was only available to traditional publishers. Most of them didn't even do it. If you go to the page to the show notes, I'll show you what I mean. It's really, really cool stuff. Here is an important thing. Call Amazon to see if your reviews can transfer because you are going to have a new ISIN number. You are going to call Amazon and provide both numbers. And it should, emphasis on should, be a very simple thing where they can transfer your reviews. You must accept that those that something could go awry uh, and those reviews won't be tra transferred. We've done some relaunches and actually it's always worked, but I'm always prepared for it not to work because there's no guarantee. I only have something like 40 reviews, so if it, they're and they're obviously 15 years old, so it's not a huge loss if they're gone. But we're gonna, of course, try that. And then you would like you need to switch the copyright. Obviously, when Harper Collins owned the book, it, the copyright was theirs. Uh, so registering copyright is not the same thing as having an ASIN or an ISBN, and you register it with the copyright office, and it costs thirty-five dollars. Lots of people online will try to. Um, get you to pay more. Uh, it's a real pain. It's a government site, so it sucks and it's a total pain, but well worth it. It takes months for them to send you. A, but, you know, it officially shows the copyright is yours. And of course, add a call to action. One of the tragedies of traditional publishing is that their goal is to get people to buy more books from their imprint. Amazon's goal is to get more people to buy books from Amazon. As an author, your goal is to get people to buy your other books, or more importantly, get on your email list. So in a traditionally published book, you can't put a thing that says, here's how to reach me or whatever it is. And, and better than here's how to reach me, put something like a free cheat sheet or a quiz or anything 
What we do with our books is we put a QR code at the beginning and the end of the book, say, scan this if you want whatever. For me, it's the 20 ways to launch a best-selling book cheat sheet. And it adds them to my newsletter list. Studies show that the number one thing that readers want to do when they finish a book is, if they finish, because most don't finish, most don't even read the books they buy, then most don't finish, of those, most don't finish the books they buy, they start reading. Those who finish, God, they want to connect with you. Give them an opportunity to connect with you. Also, and I've said this in previous episodes, do not be afraid to ask for reviews at the end of your book. Just, just a quickie, hey, if you liked this book, please click review. And if you go to the show notes, I will show you how you can do a direct link so that you, so if they're reading it on a Kindle or an e-reader, they can just click and be brought right to where they can review it. So that's my episode on how to relaunch a book. Again, if you want the show notes, go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash relaunch. And of course, look out for the relaunch of Party Girl. Thanks for joining me this week on Launch Your Book with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to launchyourbookpod.com where you can get show notes and so much more. If you got anything out of this episode, I can't tell you how much I would appreciate a review. And don't forget my company, Launchpad Publishing, is here to help you at any stage in your writing and publishing journey. Just go to launchpadpub.com for more and be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode.